This is the Revival Podcast. Thank you for joining me this day. I just wanted to talk about, you know, like I I said in earlier podcasts, that I want to know who the real Jesus is. You know, not the one that I want him to be, but the one that he truly is. Now, you know, a few episodes back, um, I was talking about the Catholic Church wanted to do something with being more inclusive and stuff. And, you know, I do believe all are welcome to the church. But if you're truly coming into church and you're truly seeking God, then you'll realize he is the potter and we are the clay not vice versa. And and what I mean by this is we don't go into church and and make God who we want him to be. He makes us how he wants us to be. And it's his house, his rules. You know, people want to go in there and say, "Well, you want know this is how I feel. You're going to conform to me." That's not how it works. It's not how it works. I mean, that's like telling somebody that they can go into your house, your personal house, and do what they want, and, and you got to conform to them. It's like, no. If you want to come into my house, then you're going to follow my rules. You know? But the thing about God is he is so loving and compassionate. And, and one day... He will be judging us as well, you know. And I guess for my listeners, well, I don't want to say my listeners, but if God inspired you to listen to this, is that you can have standards and values and you can disagree on people's lifestyles that you can still love them and respect them, but you don't have to bend your your beliefs and your values so that they feel comfortable, you know? That's that's just not how, you know, that's not how it works. I mean, granted, when I say this and I'm talking about church, I just don't want people to come in and, and think that they can change the church, you know, and, and God should run the church how, or I'm sorry, you should tell God how he can run his church. I mean, isn't that like the main reason why Jesus came was to sort out common sense and, you know, he didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. You know, when God gave, you know, the Torah to us and that, he wanted it to be followed, but He wanted us to have faith in him. He wanted us to trust in him and believe in him and get to know him. He didn't just want us just to do it just so we could check every mark in the box and 
or however you say it, check off every box. I did this, I did this, I deserve this. No. God wants your heart. He wants you to be obedient, but he wants you to love people and have common sense. You know, a lot of things that Jesus did, you know, again, didn't he didn't come to abolish the law. He came because he know he knew in his heart and God knew in his heart that we just were never going to be able to accomplish that. And so Jesus came to be that bridge for us so that we could reach God the Father by believing in him. And I just, you know, again, he's the potter, we are the clay. You know, as, you know, I want God to, to change me in a way that will be pleasing to him. You know, and sometimes, you know, even in the Bible, Jesus said some things that were controversial and upsetting, and but they're truth. You know, he, he you know, put people in their places, you know, and he's allowing us to read these things and trust and believe in him and get to know him. He doesn't force it on us. He gives us up until the time that we die to choose him. And again, if if you're coming in to 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 uh have people bend to your will, I I don't really think you're going into a church for the right purpose. You know, we're not God and you know God he loves us, but He's not gonna he's not gonna bend his ways just so that that he will please us. At the end of the day, we're his servants. He's not our servant. Did he come to to serve others? Yes, because Jesus came to show us another way. Like any good father, he's gonna give us a, an example of how we can be better. You know, he's he was trying to teach us through Jesus how we could live a better life. You know, and so God just wants us to get to know him and be obedient to him and trust him. But he doesn't force anything on us. At least I don't feel like he's ever forced anything on me. I I just you know Unfortunately, because we are people and we have a sinful nature, you, you really got to be careful on how you use your free will because your free will can affect other people, sometimes in a very negative way. So you got to be mindful of what you're doing around people and, and you know, try to be, do your best to, to live a life that will reflect God and and his goodness, and hopefully you'll inspire people to get to know him and become closer to him. And to think that there's never going to be any corruption in churches it is just kind of blows my mind. I'm, I'm just realizing more and more that even if things that happen in church um, are corrupted, it doesn't mean the church is corrupted, it means that people get corrupted. 
Things that God has done in church for us, they're real. They're so real. And sometimes we just lean on, well, obviously the church is going the wrong way, so there's obviously none of this stuff was real. No. God uses broken people to do extraordinary things. I mean, that's why the Bible is so important. I just, again, I talk about um, God is so merciful. I don't read the Bible. I listen to it you know, a Bible in a year, and I just get so much out of it. And the Old Testament has so many examples of how God molded other people. And, you know, like Saul, you know, who's Paul, who killed Christians, and God took him and changed his life around a person that we would probably think, man, he's horrible, but God used him to do a mighty thing and, and draw many souls to God through Paul. Not because of what Paul did, but because Paul was obedient and faithful. And so, you know, Paul let God mold him into what God wanted him to be. Maybe not at first, but he was truly seeking. And if you're truly seeking Jesus, he can transform us. He can transform us into something totally different. He can change our lives like that if we truly seek him and we truly want answers. So yes, all are welcome into the house of God. But when you come to the house of God, you come to be molded. You're not coming to be the potter. You're coming as a piece of clay so that he can change your heart and change your mind, and and hopefully you obeying him so you can go to heaven, you know? And it's just upsetting that even as a lot of different churches, we are allowing stuff in the church that shouldn't be. I mean, again, like I said, it's like you can love the sin, or sorry, I said that wrong. You can love the sinner, but hate the sin. You can still treat that person with compassion. There's a way to do that. Again, I just want to make sure it's clear. Love the sinner, hate the sin. You can disagree with someone's lifestyle and still love them and respect them, but still stand up for what we believe to be true in our values and not bending them. You know, again, Jesus said some pretty harsh things in the Bible where we're like, man, you know, he says stuff we don't understand. He says stuff that we don't necessarily like. You know, it's like this one, I I wish that I could remember what chapter it was in and what was even in, but this rich man, he wanted to follow Jesus. And Jesus said, you know, you have to give up everything and follow me. And he just, he was sad. And he just kind of walked away because he didn't want to give up his riches. You know, so sometimes Jesus asks us to do things that is very hard. You know, but if we are obedient and do them, he will reward us in ways that we can't even, you know, even fathom. And that's why... We need to be that piece of clay that he can mold 
into what he wants us to be. You know, because we're just better people that way. And again, we just got to allow Jesus to mold us. You know, and we just hopefully will pray to know the real Jesus and not the Jesus that we just too many people today are taking faith and making it conform to them instead of them conforming to their faith. You know, Jesus loves us and he wants to help us, but he's a God of order. And there there are rules. And if you cannot follow the rules and stuff, obviously we need him to follow the rules. But if you're going into thinking you're going to change Jesus to make him fit your lifestyle, you're just off. That doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Of course he loves you. And he, he did everything possible so that you can go to heaven. But you have to let him transform you, not you transform him. Anyhow, again, God does meet you where you're at. But there are expectations he does have of us. You know, it, 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 he just has expectations because he's a God of order, but he loves us so much. Like most of the time we won't meet expectations, but that's why Jesus came to help us. Anyhow, let's pray together as a family. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus, please help us to um, let you be the potter and us be the clay, Lord. Please help us to be willing and open to let you form us how you want us to be. Lord, and not the opposite. Lord, because you have the best plans for us. You know every hair on our head. You knew us before we were even born. And you gave us the opportunity through your death and resurrection that if we believed in you, Lord, that you would transform us so that we could go to heaven. Lord, we just praise you and thank you for the opportunity that you have given to us, Lord. And again, Father God, please... Help us to allow you to transform us into your image and likeness, Father God. And please help us to always strive to be holy, Lord. I know we can't reach perfection, Lord, but please help us to continually strive to be holy, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into our lives and our minds, Father God. And I just ask, Lord, that you protect the church, Lord. You protect um, minds and hearts and help them not be misled with all the confusing things that are coming in, Lord, from all angles, Lord. We believe, we pray, Father God, that we'll believe in, in the one and only true Jesus, Lord, the one that is, Lord, and not the one that we try to make him to be, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, anything that I said that is beautiful and of you, Father God, 
I, I, I just pray, Father God, people would remember that, Lord, and it would, it would inspire them to seek you more, Lord, to become like Jesus more and, and, and letting, letting you transform us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Anything that I might have said, Lord, that might be off or wrong or misleading, Father God, I, I just pray, Father God, that people would forget. I just ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, guys, just remember, God is the potter and we are the clay. And I just really, you know, encourage you to, to let him form you into what he wants you to be because that is the best thing that could possibly happen. I'm not going to say it, it's easy and it, it takes a lot of work. And it takes a lot of times we'll fall down, but that's why Jesus came and, and did what he did on the cross for us. And he rose for us so that we would have the opportunity to fall. And that's why his mercies are new every morning because he's so gracious and he continuously helps us and he continuously loves us. All right, until next time, God bless. This is the Revival Podcast. <laughs>